1: Good morning, everyone. This is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. We have quite a busy hour ahead of us. I've invited four city town administrators to come on from uh, Berlin, Montpelier, Barrie City, and Northfield to talk about town meeting and their pre-town meeting. I've sent them some questions in advance. So joining me first is Tour Nelson. Tour, how are you? Good morning, Pat. I'm good. How are you doing good. today? Thank you for joining us. Tour is the interim town administrator from my town for Berlin, Vermont, and uh, we've he's got a busy couple of days ahead of him. So, Tour, why don't you jump right in and tell our folks about uh, town meeting, pre-town meeting, the budgets, the key issues, and the write-in um, positions that we have open.
0: I'm glad to, Pat. Um, the pre-town meeting and the floor vote town meeting will happen this coming Saturday, March 2nd, uh, at 10 a.m. at the Berlin Elementary School. And then the Australian ballots will be voted on Tuesday, March 5th, uh, from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. here at the town hall, town offices on Shedd Road. Uh, as far as the school, they will be having their pre-town meeting on Monday, March 4th, starting at 5.30 p.m. at the U32 school. And that will be uh, – there's also a, um online Zoom link for that. And also for the Australian ballots for the school district. Um, those have been mailed out to – uh, everybody who was on the voter checklist uh, when it was printed, um, and that voting will, again, be available uh, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday, March 5th uh, at your respective town offices. Uh, if you lost your uh, school ballot that was mailed to you or you didn't receive one, no worries. Uh, they will have plenty available at the polling places. Uh, looking at the oh and then the best part of the Berlin town meeting uh floor vote is the fire department uh, lunch afterwards. Thank you. I,
1: I was gonna that. ask you because I count on that every year.
0: <laughs> it was uh last year was a pasta bar, it was excellent and uh uh it's always a good fundraiser for the fire department. Everybody enjoys it.
1: That's yeah, they're it's great and they make the when they make it, they make the best corn chowder ever, may I just right. say. That's great. Cool. So how about our budgets tour? What are we looking at?
0: Okay. Well, looking at the town budget, uh, on the face of it, it looks kind of scary. Um, (laughs) They all do. (laughs) uh, The expenditures is up um, 11.5% over the current year, which $400,000 of that, is due to um, what we anticipate being unreimbursed flood damage Hmm. to the the roads in town being, um, you know, Payne Turpike North, which is a big issue for everybody. Uh, Richardson Road culvert, which we have a temporary logging bridge over it, um, but that will require extensive uh, work to rebuild that culvert. And two other culverts on... um, Darling Road and Junction Road,
2: hmm. uh,
0: which both of those are out for RFP request for proposal for, for engineering services. Um, so without that $400,000, the actual uh, budget increase is only 1.75% uh, for, the, for the regular town uh, expenditures. And this figures in a three percent wage increase for the non-union town employees, and a four point five percent police department increase, as stipulated in their union budget with the town. I mean, a union contract with right. the town.
1: Right, right. You guys did a good job. Thank you. Uh-huh.
0: Um, and another big area of increase with the expenses this year is insurance. Um, of course, as, as everybody is affected by this, uh, health insurance premiums keep going up year after year, uh, you know, in the double digits. Uh, so we're estimating, again, another 10 percent increase in health insurance premiums for the town employees. Uh, but also interesting, the um, vehicle and liability insurance uh, really took a large increase, hmm. uh, upwards of 50%. Whoa. Um, so we're, we're um, you know, having to struggle with that uh, this year as well.
1: I haven't heard that. I'm wondering if the other towns have the same impact on their insurance. That's ridiculous. That's huge. I-
0: I'm I'm sure I'm sure they do um there was a, a publication out from the Vermont League of Cities uh, and Towns who we get our insurance through the passive fund right. uh detailing the you know the expenses they had, wow. you know the uh, claims they had to pay out and um you know its effect on the on the premium right. so I'm, so I'm sure that's pretty much across the Across the board for for all t- right. cities and towns.
1: Interesting. So tell us uh, about the key issues you've got. You've got some dandies, and just you know that Tom Badowski is coming on my second hour. He's the um, assistant town man, administrator manager and also the zoning administrator. So he's going to go into a lot of depth about some of these key issues. But why don't you give us the, the high level overview here?
0: Uh, I'll be glad to. We've we've got uh, a couple. Uh, interesting uh, issues on the ballot this year. The first and the biggest is the uh, charter change for the local options tax. And, uh, you know, I know this gets a lot of uh, concern and comments every year. Um, but, and, and, hey, I have to admit it. When I first heard about the <laughs> local options tax, I was thinking, oh my goodness, it's another tax. What, right. you know, what are they thinking of? Uh, but when I get over that shock and start looking at it, I think this is really a good thing for the town. And what this will be is a 1% tax on anything that's subject to the state sales tax, um, rooms and meals and alcohol uh, tax. Um, the State Department of Taxes estimates this will bring in about a little over $600,000 a wow. year. Uh, in revenue for the town. And we are, you know, through this charter change, restricting uh, the use of these funds for capital projects. And capital projects is just kind of a fancy term for, you know, the big ticket items. Right. Um, one, of, one of the items in our budget this year is a new loader um, for the highway department, uh, that's estimated to be a little over $250,000. And right now that's all going to be paid for by the property tax owners in Berlin.
1: Uh, well, and then we, we had that article tour about our CLA, which has plummeted in the, it's gone in the wrong direction. So I think town meeting is going to be an interesting discussion at pre-town meeting. I had Paul Gillis on, who's our moderator, and I'm saying, oof, <laughs> good luck. You know, and
0: and I was just noticing uh the, the surrounding towns in the uh Washington Central School District, um all of their CLAs yep. are are very low.
1: Yeah. I had Carol uh, Dawes and, on yesterday and she was talking about Barry Cities is lower than anticipated, so maybe we're all in the same boat.
0: Well which makes me wonder if we have an opportunity here. Um, you know, so so we have been talking about a town wide reappraisal for a couple of years. And um, apparently the, um, you know, the appraisers, uh, there's just not a lot of them out there right, right now. Um, and I was, I just had a, you know, this thought last night and haven't explored it at all. But maybe if all five of our towns could go in on a joint RP, oh. would we, you know, be bumped up a little bit on the priority and maybe even get a better price for Good all I- five towns? Great
1: so idea, Tour. Uh,
0: that's something thinking about. Uh, kick the tires on that and, and, and we'll see. But I'm, I'm worried that, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I've been hearing rumors that, you know, uh, the, the appraisers are talking two or three years out before they, yep. they can get this, uh, you know, these done. And I, you know, I was noticing today there's already a couple RFPs out there for real appraisal. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, I, you know, we've heard the same thing here yeah. that it's going to take a while to get a, uh, an appraiser out there because they're just swamped. Um, right. and there's not many of them. That's the, uh, as you mentioned, it's, um, it's where do you get the people with the skills? So tell us quickly. We've got uh, exactly well, just one minute. You've got two oh, no. vacancies on the select board. You're, you, there's two write-ins, right? Uh,
0: there's one write-in. One, there is um, – well, Carla Nuisel is running for the three-year board seat. Right. Uh, she's on the ballot. Oh, okay. I am running for a one-year seat. My name is on the ballot. Great. Uh, but we do have one um, – Opening that is not on the belt for a one year seat. Um, I hear Joe Staub is interested, will serve again if he's elected, um, but I've not heard of anybody else running for the board seat.
1: Excellent. So, when are you stepping down as our interim and our. uh... Well,
0: as of right now, I anticipate. Staying in through uh, late spring, or, okay. or you know, my one year will be up uh, June thirtieth. Right. Uh, so I'll be at that point at the at the very latest.
1: Well, you've done a great job. I have to publicly thank you because it's not an easy position to to jump into. Uh, Tour Nelson from Berlin. Thank you very much. I'll see you Saturday and maybe Monday night and Tuesday. So we'll be spending a couple of days together. Thank you for everything that you do for the town of Berlin. Tour, Tour okay, Nelson you, from Berlin. And next up is Bill Fraser, who's on the phone. Bill is the city manager for Montpelier. Bill, welcome to the show. Good morning, Pat. How are you? Good morning, fun. This is like a marathon. This is so there you cool. Go. <laughs> well, you've got a few things happening in your town this election day. I sent you some um, some questions and stuff. Maybe you could just take us through um, that list and. Um,
3: well, Pat, I, I, I am sorry. I've been traveling. So I'm going get a chance to look at those questions. Okay. If you could take me through. I'll I, try to answer them.
1: I will absolutely do that. Talk about pre-town meeting and where it is and when. and.
3: Um, well, because we have a full-day election, we don't really have a pre-town meeting. Ah, Our annual report is out. We've published budget information in the bridge. Um, we've had... You know, a lot of publicity about the things on the ballot, but there, we don't actually have a
1: phone. Oh, interesting. So is it all and Australian have, ballot or you vote on everything the floor? Is
3: Australian, everything is on Australian ballot in the city.
1: So if people have questions about the budget, you must get phone calls from time to time, are hey? you?
3: Yes, they can call. Uh, all of our budget information is online. Ah. Uh, the latest bridge uh, we did a kind of an outline of the budget. There's a lot of budget information in the annual report, which is available in both hard copy and mm-hmm. online, Great. Uh, that people can look at. So we try to get you know a huge amount of information about the budget. But of course, we're always happy to take questions as
1: well. Excellent. And how about do you have handy the the actual budgets for uh, the municipality and the school? Um, with you, I do you have, have any school, chance you know the bill? I don't have
3: either of them with me, but um, I think I'm knowledgeable enough about yeah. the city's budget to answer questions. I don't I don't okay. know anything. Just curious the amount and are... how
1: much of an increase it is over last year's.
3: So I know that the school budget is proposed to uh, be a 24% tax increase, uh, and I think they said it was a 10 or 12% budget increase. The city's budget is a 2.6% budget huh. increase with a 3.9% tax increase. And that was, you know, heard just at the end of you and Ter talking about the reappraisal. And, right. You know, be, because of uh, actually we had done the reappraisal, set the grand list, and then we had appeals. Um, those appeals, you know, right. reduced the grand list, which changed the projected tax rate. We were trying to bring the budget in at inflation, which was 3.2%, and that was – that had been our target, but then those grimless changes popped it up to three point nine percent.
1: So, do you have any uh, uh, requirements in your budget for for the flood related um, and damage that the that the feds won't pay for? Is that included so in we, that number? Because that's pretty low, which is a good thing. Yeah.
3: Well, we. Yes. Yeah, thank you. We. Uh, well, no. Um, so that we were keeping that all in a separate fund, ah. uh, the FEMA fund, yep. and that is, you know, we have had some cash in. At some point, we will settle up and we will need to have to pay a local share. Although there is some talk right now about the state picking up that local share for everybody. Uh, so we, we will be, yeah, that would be fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, that would be, you know, but that will probably not be for a year or two when you actually settle that up. I, I, uh, so we've got that all in a separate place where, you know, we're doing special sort of borrowing for that emergency stuff. So that's our finance director is doing a great job of keeping track of all that. Um, you know, we're just at the front end of rehabbing all our buildings. Those are like, like six million dollars of work. So that's, that's, a, you know, a big, big chunk of it. Um, the, and then otherwise, you know, we have, we really stripped down to bare bones this year to keep our budget that low. We, we, you know, cut a few positions. We cut a lot of the funding we'd make to sort of other external areas. It was really, uh, we called it a hard reset. Uh, But we were committed, you know, people had the reappraisal, they had flood, Uh, there was a lot of disruptions here. We felt we needed to keep the budget as low and affordable as possible.
1: Somebody just announced, uh, just talked about um, on the break of um, races for mayors. There's a few things going on in your town, Bill. You want to talk about uh, some of these key issues you've got?
3: Yeah, we have – so we do have a contested mayor race. Uh, Jack McCullough is running for re-election uh, after just the, the one-year term that he had filling out for Ian Watson. Right. And then uh, he has two uh, – Dan Jones and Carlton Anderson are running against him. So we will uh, see what happens on Tuesday night as far as that goes. We have three council seats up for election, two of them. Uh, Kerry Brown and Sal Alfano are running unopposed. And Donna Bate, the incumbent, is running against Adrian Gill and Matt Frothingham for um, that seat. So we have a couple of contested races for our governing body. Interesting. Uh, obviously, we have the the city and school ba- budgets and the library and Central Vermont Home Health and the, the usual ballot items. Right. And then uh, there are no bond issues this year. Uh, the um, I think the biggest thing that you know, I heard mentioned during the break was the um, – Petitioned charter change for, to require a just cause for evictions for tenants. Ah. And that is, uh, that is not, you know, that's not a city sponsored, uh, charter change that was uh, brought in by petition. And the group that's organizing it has held public hearings and public informational sessions. And it's a pretty extensive proposal. Uh, and if it were to pass, then as like any charter change, then it would go to the legislature for ratification and right. possible amendment. And then if it makes it through that process, then it comes back. And and what it does is it gives the city council the power, the authority to enact a just cause ordinance. It doesn't automatically put it in. It would then throw it back to the city council to make a local decision.
1: I'm going to have to uh, read so, that, Bill. Does it give a lot, a good explanation of what just cause means? Because that's, that's a tough thing it to –
3: it- Exactly, uh, and it does, it does give some reasons, um, you know, non-payment of rent obviously is one right. and, uh, you know, damage and those kinds of things. I, I, again, it wasn't a city proposal, so I'm not super familiar mm. with it. Um, I think it's modeled after one in, I, I want to say Burlington or Winooski. Huh. And, um, yeah, so we'll see that is probably the most, uh, unusual thing. We, there is a, a ballot item for, you know, same as every year since I think 2013. For the downtown improvement district tax, uh, for some reason that's raising some questions this year. But it's uh, it, that is a there's a special surtax on the property tax for businesses in the downtown district, yep. and that all goes to help promote the downtown. Montpelier Alive uses those funds to build, you know, to do downtown infrastructure and to do events and promotion and marketing and those kind of things. Well, so can I, um, I can I throw
1: in a kudo to Katie Trout's? Honestly, yeah, honest, sure that woman has got more energy, and I, from my perspective, has done so much, um, given all the things that you're dealing with. I just decided, yeah, Bill, if you really... want, if you want money from the state, bring a picture of the council room that I saw. Right. That'll yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it is, uh, yeah, Katie's been fabulous. She's a great partner. You right. know, lives a great partner. And this, this downtown improvement district tax, uh, really is what helps fund them and has for many, many years. It's just interesting that uh, after, I don't know, 11 years, 13 right. years, something like that, uh, suddenly we're getting questions like, what's this? So interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what's going to grab people's attention.
1: So Tour but just mentioned something, that the vehicle insurance has gone up 50% through the league. Is I presume you got impacted with that as well. That just seems yeah. shocking to me.
3: Yeah, I mean, obviously it's different for every town because, of experience or, you know, condition of right. vehicles and those kind of things. But, yes, we are, are – in general, our property casualty insurance went up uh, quite a bit. Oh. Um, in fact, we had already put a wrap on our first draft of the budget when we found out it was going wow. up you know, $100,000.
1: Oh.
3: And so we had to go back okay. and take another $100,000 out.
1: How's your CLA? Well, you just said you've you've done a reappraisal, so you should be in good shape, right?
3: So our CLA right now is at a dollars Oh, God, uh, how much better can great. you get? Yeah, well, it's interesting because last year it, it's still affecting the school budget though, because last year it just completed it. So technically it was at 113%. So it was, you know, sort of better than right, 100%. Right. And so this year it settled in at 100% where it's supposed to. But from the school's perspective, that's still a 13% drop in the CLA as far as their school tax goes. So even though we're right where we need to be, uh, it's still uh, putting some upward pressure on right. their tax rate.
1: It's always something, isn't there?
3: <laughs> I did hear Ter mention. I will tell you know about the the wait time for reappraisals. He's yep. absolutely correct. You know we we booked ours three years in advance before we even got the notice because we knew we were headed that way, and uh, and it worked out. And now the same firm that, that you know did ours is doing berries. Uh, and yeah, it's it's a real issue. The state's talking about maybe taking that over or coordinating it somehow so that everybody. Everybody goes on like a six or seven year cycle instead yep. of waiting for certain percentages, so that the, the, the firms can kind of date, so that you just know every seventh year, every six um, year, whatever, yeah. you do another reappraisal. To, you know, and uh, so we'll see where that comes. I don't know how that's all going to play out.
1: Yeah, because uh, there's just nobody around that can do it and uh right. and it's, that's the problem right um not that and it's a time
3: consuming thing it took yeah. two years for us and, yeah. you know, and to do and, it right, you want to take the time and get it right
1: now, I thought there know, I was a requirement, it. maybe they never did it to make it every five years you you would do this and keep it keep it well, up that's to being
3: date discussed- well, that's being discussed now. The current uh. requirements are when you reach a certain level of um, uh, common level of appraisal, then you, you trigger and you get a letter telling you you have to do it. I want to say it's either 85% or 80%, and then there's another factor on your coefficient of dispersion. That's kind of a detail. But when you when you start falling off your marks, you get put on notice that you need to do it, um, and then and then of course it takes two or three years to get someone to do it and get nice. it completed. Um, and they're talking, I know this year, uh, PVR, the property evaluation review people in the tax department, we're talking about going to like a six year or cycle, oh, but okay. I think they're trying to sort that out in the legislature with the assessors and in, in towns, like, you know, what's a reasonable amount of time that you can plan to pay for it. And what's a reasonable amount of time that, you know, the, the people that do the work can actually get to you. You know, if you're yep. requiring everyone to do it, then you got to have somebody you know, some going every year. So
1: nice. anyway,
3: that's that's in the in the works.
1: Well that's great. Bill, thank you very much for what you do for Montpelier and for Vermont. And let's not forget folks, this is Super Tuesday. So um Correct. get out and vote. It is a privilege. And um we'll see you. Bill Fraser, thank you very much. Hi there, this is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. Joining me in studio, which I'm very excited about, I like the in-studio ones much better, is Nicholas Casto. I do that right? You do that very Excellent. well. So I've been practicing, Nick. I've been practicing. Anyway, he is the city manager for Barry City. And we did have Carol uh, Dawes on. We were just talking about what a great loss that's going to be for Barry City. I, I don't even
2: want to think about it. Oh. I, you know, she's been uh, she's an institution. Yeah. Um, you know, she she's my first call usually when I have a problem that I don't know anything. So I'm, she's still probably going to be my first call. She just yeah. won't be getting be paid home. for it.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. No, and she's always upbeat, always smiling. And yes. I've told her that's where I used to hang out. If I was trying to avoid something, I would go in Carol's office and hide. <laughs> um, but um, it's a good – anyway, Nicholas, um, I sent you a – Quite of a list of a list of things to talk about for the next fifteen minutes um, and get people up to speed. I know you have a little different schedule than the other towns around, but it's important for people to know
2: yeah, so this year we have uh, twice the fun for elections, so we have really two town meeting days. <laughs> um, so Tuesday, March fifth, people will vote in Barrie City um, voting for really the school related issues. so we have the school budgets on the ballot. Uh, Two competitive school board director seats are on the ballot. Ah. The career center has a director and uh, the budget as well. So um, all the school-related items will be on the March 5th ballot. Um, People can vote at the auditorium 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then this year, Pat, as you mentioned, twice the fun. We're going to have the municipal town meeting day the second Tuesday in May, which is May 14th. Uh, and we did that. I think that was a very wise decision by the council. Um, we, as you know, we were devastated by the flood. Our budget took a huge hit. Um, we've been uh, working the halls of the Capitol in Montpelier, trying to get help from the legislature. Luckily, we got great news. There's a million dollars coming uh, that's what our I way. Yes, yeah, so well. that's gonna that does a lot for us. And, and we had, you know, a lot of a lot of legwork. Our delegation did great work to to secure that for us. So. We delayed uh, – we recommended that the council delay town meeting day till May 14th so that we had time to see what we were going to get. Right. Were we going to get a million? Were we going to get nothing? That makes a huge difference in the budget, and that allows us now to warn a budget for the voters that doesn't have speculation. Right. We know yeah, what right. we're getting. Right. We know now how to build a budget. And so I think the council wisely decided to delay it. So now on May 14th, voters in Berry City will vote on that municipal budget that we'll come up with. They'll vote for three counselors, one in each ward, Um, and there's going to be an an open mayor election. Uh, The mayor announced recently he's not running for re-election. There's one counselor who's announced her candidacy candidacy for that position, Um, and, of course, Carol's position, right. which she's, wow. she keeps threatening to, to that this is her last term.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, she mentioned it on the air. Yes. So she said, I said, when's your last day? And she said, March 4th. Because, Not that uh, she's counting. But, yeah, said, well, she's been there, what you tell me, 16 years? Yeah. And I never remember that she's also treasurer because I always just look at her as the city clerk and and that alone keep you busy, but never mind adding the treasurer job. Right. And what bothers me, we don't have anywhere that says if you're running for these positions, you probably should know the job. Just saying.
2: Yeah, absolutely, especially for a position like hers. Right. I mean, I think the other challenge is um, – and, and I, a lot of towns are going to this, a lot of cities are going to this – is is considering making it an appointed position. Right, right. right. Because then
1: you're sure you've got somebody who knows how to be treasurer right. and, and city clerk. Because, right. That's bad.
2: Right, right. It's it's and it's dealing with the finances. they nice
1: people. Doesn't make them. right. <laughs> Carol is. We fortunately have a nice person and somebody who can do the right. job.
2: But it's money and elections. Two right. things you want in really yeah. good hands, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, people get angry about that. Yes, stuff, you know. So how how are your budgets doing?
2: So our budget's going to look much better. I we're we're very this one million dollars from the state is obviously going yeah, right, to help sure. quite a bit. So we're looking at we're still developing it now that we have until May. Um, we're going We're looking at, um, you know, the last version we presented to the council, which was assuming some state help, um, was about a seven and a half percent increase in expenses. Right. The projected tax rate is going to be probably between four and a half, four point five and five percent increase. So it's a really, I think it's a very responsible budget right. considering all the headwinds we have going against us. You know, healthcare costs are going up double right. digits. Right. We have uh, labor union contracts going up five percent the cost of contract just everything is is going in the wrong right. direction so i think a 4.5% to 5% budget increase is going to be pretty responsible and how did we do that we you know we had over about $250,000 in cuts we we went we go line by line with our department heads right i've mentioned this almost everywhere we cut color copies that's that's how far we we're going to save a dollar <laughs> right, Good right? You. yeah and you. so nothing's off the table right like color cop it's it's from saving color copies to cutting Forty-eight thousand bucks in PD overtime. Right. Okay. Those are the types of savings we're making. We're finding non-tax revenue. The city needs to diversify where we're getting revenue. So we're right. we we bought um, turf for the BOR. The BOR is now going right. to be a year-round facility. We take out the ice in a couple of weeks. And we're going to put down turf. People can play soccer.
1: Awesome.
2: They can play, they can walk, dodgeball, football, whatever. So now that's going to increase rentals, right? Which right. that any income we get that's not in tax Good thinking. helps to reduce the burden on taxpayers. Yep. So um, about $100,000 in new, in new tax revenues is going to help that. So we're really proud of this budget. Right. Um, we're going to be refining it here now that we know that we're getting the million dollars. We're going to be refining it in the next couple of weeks. And um, April 9th, we'll warn it, uh, the council right. will have to warn it, and our voters will go tell us what they think about it on May 14th.
1: That's great. And we were talking, I was talking to Carol about the CLA. That was sort of a a little surprise. Um, and yes. Berlin got hit big time, and uh, Bill was saying they had just uh, done their appraisal, so they're in pretty decent shape. But
2: you've yeah. got to
1: do that appraisal, right?
2: Yes, and we're very, very happy we have, we finally filled the assessor position after great. several years of vacancy. So we have... Um, Larry and Carly Martin, who are our assessors now, Great. they've been hitting the ground running. They they went to my house, um, sure. so they've been hitting the ground running. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna be chipping away at that CLA. It's it's obviously right. out of whack. It's right. in the 70s, right. um, which is not it's not good for uh, homeowners. It's not good for the school district. It it, it certainly doesn't help their their budget side, mm-hmm. but. Um, we're taking the steps. You know, that was a, a huge vacancy that the city's had for years. We're very, mm. very happy. And
1: Joe, I didn't know, I, how long ago did he retire? He was there it's, for like forever.
2: It's been a couple. It was yeah. certainly before I started in July 22, and yeah. he'd been gone by then for some oh. time. So the the happier, the you know, I don't think the, anybody's happier than Janet, who has one less hat to wear. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, they you know, Larry and, and Carly have been terrific. Mm. Um, and then we actually have the the firm that's going to be doing our reappraisal, our citywide reappraisal, they're trying to catch up the backlog of permits, so we're 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 chipping away at it, uh, okay. and I think it's going to start improving here.
1: So that million dollars should help you with um, the the expenses that you had for the flood that wasn't covered by the feds and. Uh, uh, I know we're, we got hit in berlin pretty yeah. pretty bad
2: yeah it 's going to help across the board i think yep. we're, our our big worry is that um, the grand list value loss that we 're going to take so between these right. people losing value in their homes because the the damage to their homes buyouts um, all of that the substantial damage that's going right. that 's going to decrease grand list value that spreads out the tax burden across fewer people yep. um, and so that 's where we were really struggling, so this is really going to help us across the board we 've had Obviously, the expenses for the uh, for FEMA, we pay up front, right? So when right. we had to demolish a home on Portland Street, that's a couple hundred thousand dollars right. that we have to put up up yeah. front. Um, everything else goes out the, the door from us, and we have to wait for FEMA right. to pay it. So and
1: that may take a Bill said he's right, a couple of years to it pull could. it all together. Absolutely,
2: I know that we recently closed out the last buyout on uh, I believe it was Hilltop. Just a couple months ago, and that was years ago. Right. Uh, So so these things take a long time, and and it it leaves people in a difficult situation, certainly the homeowners who are waiting for, you know, to to move on.
1: And the north end, I mean, seriously, the other day I just took a ride around because I I go um, down Main Street, and you see the part of the beginning of the north end. But when you ride through it, good grief. My heart it's just awful
2: it's it's really tough to see it's really yeah. tough to see a lot of people still going through through it on the north end um, and so we we i think what we're excited about is that there's there's there's, I think there's a path forward there. We right. presented to the council on Tuesday night um, some opportunities to rebuild housing there, um, to take the Wabi Park, you'll, you know Wabi oh, Park, yes, right yes, next to the, yes, to the police station. Right, right. That's out of the floodplain, and that's flat, and it's owned by the city. So there's an opportunity to build housing there Excellent. and relocate that park closer to Main Street where we can have some green space. And, yep. you know, if that floods in the future, that's okay, right? Yeah, fixing right. a playground yep. is different than fixing a home. So. Um, but yeah, it's, it still breaks, breaks one's heart driving through Main Street. Right. You see, you know, you see some houses, you, you, drive through, you see houses dark. Sometimes it's more alarming to see some light in some of them because they're, they're not in good shape. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's really Carol tough. And
1: also, you ride at night, it's very, because there's no lights on on the house, it's all empty. Very eerie. It's very sad. Yeah, very yeah. sad. So, um, I'm trying to see you. Do you have pre-town meetings? We
2: don't or? do a pre-town meeting mm-hmm. per se. What we do is a is a hearing on the on the oh, charter okay, so ch- uh, on the, on the um, yeah. We do a, a count. The council will do like a hearing on the the ballot. Yep. And we do that the council meeting before town meeting day. So for us, that'll happen on May seventh. Okay. The May seventh council meeting that'll be a Tuesday night. Um, we'll have an informational hearing. Um, last year we had nobody. I was going to uh, say,
1: in, in in Berlin, it's the same fifty yeah, people yeah. that show up for the for the floor discussion and freetown meeting.
2: Yeah, and we have you know we we have the budget on there. Um, we're going to have some charter changes uh, this year for the voters to consider. There's Great. there's a couple on the table. So um, there's one to limit uh, city committee membership to residents only. Um, there's a charter change to allow sixteen and seventeen year olds to vote on municipal elections. They wouldn't be able to vote for the school board or right. presidential right. or or anything well, both, else.
1: But the municipal? But
2: for, for they'd be able to vote for mayor, council, this, the city Go budget. Go to
1: that first one. You said do you don't have to be a resident?
2: You don't have to be a resident now to serve okay. on city committees. Some of them you – so the DRB, the D- Development Review Board, you right. do. That's yeah. required. But for any other city committees, you do not have to be a city resident. So this, this would be a, a charter change to only allow city sure. residents sure. to serve on city committees. Okay. Um, the 16, 17 year old vote on municipal elections. Um, and then Carol's been working on one to just get rid of some, um, obsolete language in the charter about the school districts now that the school districts are merged. And then I know there's one counselor who's proposing to permanently move town meeting day to May 14th, which, or to, to the second Tuesday Uh, in May, which I personally like. I think budgeting, uh, purposes, it's, it's, we have more data in May. Right. Um, we can project better. It's really tough to do a budget in, December and January right. when. Well,
1: doesn't Barry Town does that too? Barry Towne right? does that, that yeah, right? yeah.
2: Yeah. And so, I, and I, I, Barry City did for a short while right, do that, that as well. Yeah. Um, and I, I, think now that we've done it, I know there's a counselor who's, who's going to propose that as well. I, I, think it's a great idea because it, it gives us more data to craft a budget for yes. the coming year.
1: Anyway, thank you very much, Nicholas. I appreciate you coming in. Um, it's so much more fun in person. It is. It's, especially so it's, in this, uh, historical studio we have here. I keep telling people it looks like Humphrey Bogart's going to walk <laughs> in any moment and say something. It's it's a little rustic here.
2: It is, but yeah. that's why I like coming here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate it. Good talking so, to you, Pat. Thank you. You too. Nicholas Stor- Storella-Castro. Hi there. This is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. Uh, my last guest for this hour is Jeff Schulz, who's the Northfield town manager and former Berlin town manager, so we know each other well. Hey, Jeff, how are you?
4: I'm doing well, Pat. Um, it's so great to talk with you. It's been some time since uh, we've chatted. I do miss our time in Berlin. We yep. uh, accomplished a lot with the water system and a lot of uh, good projects. Yeah, so it's, it's a happen
1: to- in town. For sure, yeah. I have Tom Badowski coming on the next hour to talk about all the projects in Berlin. Oh, I mean, nice! Lots nice. going about, That's... lots going on in Northfield too, are they not? You keep them busy. Oh yes,
4: yes, uh, yeah! It's a, a busy town. You know, I've been here ten years. I can't believe it, and uh, wow. we've we've accomplished a lot, and we've got a lot of good projects going on, and we've put together, uh, uh, I think, <laughs> what is a responsible municipal budget in, as we all know, very, very difficult times. It's just amazing how difficult it is now with increasing costs of labor, health insurance, infrastructure, right. equipment costs. It's just some of the most uh, explosive increases I've seen in my 20 years as a manager. So it's it's been a challenge. But uh, again, the select board has put together what I think is a, a very responsible uh, budget.
1: Well, I, so, uh, d- a tour uh, from Berlin was saying that the, this is bothering me. I don't know why. The vehicle insurance is up fifty percent. That's just that's just staggering.
4: Oh, oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Unbelievable. You know, um,
4: we're, for, from our perspective, our 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 passive insurance actually has stayed pretty stable. Right. We've had we've had some very good loss runs over the last few years. We've really uh, reduce the number of accidents and fortunately, uh, uh, employee injuries. So our, our insurance for this town has actually stayed pretty stable. So we're mm. very fortunate there. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a difficult one.
1: Um, well, these are the things you don't have control over either. I mean, it is what it is. Um, uh, particularly
4: and, the health, and I'm probably getting ahead of myself here, but particularly with health insurance. Right. You know, I've been looking back, like everybody, and on average, 10% increase in health insurance over the last so many years. And we look at it, and there's no other part of our budget that we'd allow for that kind of an increase. But as you said, it's very much out of our control, and it's very very frustrating. And it is uh, starting to put a strain on the employees, but also – Folks in general, it, it's, it's very troubling for us.
1: But. Well, it, it's like the school budgets. I think 80% is already determined by the time it, it, it comes to us for a vote, right? Because of all the, um, most of it is, is people and contracts Con- and that sort of stuff. So you don't have much to vote on, on a school budget.
4: Yes. Is- Speaking of that, um, yeah, so, uh, our town meeting obviously is coming up. Uh, yep. So the way it works here in Northfield, uh, we still, Uh, Have some items uh, reviewed on the open session.
1: Good. So that'll
4: happen at 6:30 on March 4th at school. And so the items, the key items that the board will be voting on is the municipal budget. Uh, That municipal budget uh, is now uh, just uh, topped six million, and so we're seeing about a uh, probably about a uh, five to six percent increase in that budget. However, um, the amount to be raised by taxes is increasing by about eight, um, about eight, eight and a half percent. Wow. Yeah, so that, that's tough. Um, the select board's very conscious of that and they've done a great job at trying to reduce that. So we did reduce our spending um, on a number of ways. We were fortunate we had a surplus. We had a surplus pretty sizable surplus. So the board was able to use about 385000 in surplus monies uh, to help reduce that increase. And also we re- uh, used about 240000 in ARPA funds to keep that uh, increase down. The board really worked hard to try to, <laughs> try to keep that increase in the amount that had to be raised by taxes right. down below 9%.
1: How did you it, guys do in the flood? Because you're your main area in town there is pretty low
4: yes yes um fortunately the downtown area did not get impacted like irene which um this municipality the downtown got hit very hard uh Uh, you know 95 percent of the dams or closer to 99 percent of the damage occurred out on the back roads uh, um and we're still Excuse me still tallying up what those numbers are going to be but we're seeing we will probably have damage uh, in the range of or total dust uh, damage costs in the range of about 630,000 to about wow. 700,000.
1: Ouch. Yeah. And is that yeah. reimbursable or out of Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So talking... we're
4: like all municipalities that were impacted right. uh, we are working with FEMA to get reimbursed. So we still haven't figured out what our costs are going to be, but um, the, the costs in municipalities, you know, should be well below a hundred thousand with, with um, you know the the FEMA reimbursement plus any other reimbursement that we get. So, uh, you know, with a you know six million dollar budget, um, you know, we're in a good steed yeah. where we can um, accommodate that without too much pain. And again. You know, we were fortunate. We've been running these budgets where we've been having modest surpluses and wow. so that's uh bode well for
1: us. It's a word you don't hear much, huh? I, yeah. Surplus. Oh, how do you spell that? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> anyway, what's uh, do you have uh open positions and stuff uh, that you're trying to fill from within the town?
4: Yeah, so the the key um, items up for vote are the select board. Yep. Uh we have one one three year select board uh Position open and folks were voting, and the the current chair Dave Maxwell is uh, seeking that position unopposed. And then yeah. we have a one two-year uh, position open. And we have two folks from town running for that. We one of those folks is a current select board member.
1: Great. Well, you you seem to your town is very cohesive town. It's very much. Lots of stuff always going on, and it seems to me that the community is is just very supportive of of each other i There's something about Northfield that is very enticing from a from a town perspective haven't yeah, you that, found that good.
4: oh yeah absolutely and um we've always known that, but we've got uh more confirmation of that um this past year we invited Vermont Council on Rural Development oh. to come to the municipality and, and do one of their meetings. I'm, yep. I don't know if you're familiar. What they'll do is they come into yep. the municipality, pull folks together, serve a big meal. We all know meal draws folks. But, uh, <laughs> That's right. We, uh, yes. But we had a meeting, and it was very, very well Great. attended. In all my years here in Northville, I had not seen that many uh, folks appear. It, it was really quite inspiring. And there's some very good discussion, but it did, again, give us confirmation that when folks in this municipality are asked to come and participate in a process, a process that is designed to help move the municipality forward, folks in Northfield step up, and there was a very, very good turnout and some very, very positive comments. So, yeah, again, I'm repeating here, but that was just, again... Very encouraging and, and another confirmation that you're right, that folks pull together. Yeah.
1: Well, people just want to be heard, Jeff, I, I find. Um, just listen, and they will tell you whatever you want to know and always have good ideas. Um, oh, oh, they yeah. just, and, they and just I, want to be heard.
4: I, you know, I get that on, on a daily basis, particularly during mud season or if there's another issue. I get so many folks coming in, and and you're right. They just want to be heard, yep. and I do my best to listen and, That's great. and, and um Hear what they're saying and, and talk about what we can or can't do. And, you know, and, and thank them for coming in. I get a lot of folks saying, Oh, you probably don't want me coming in. I said, No, actually, I do, because I can't be everywhere and I want to hear the pulse of the community. And they're, and they're, they're grateful that uh, the bureaucrat listened, you know. Oh, no,
1: that's great. Well, <laughs> That I, I know about you. Um, you've always listened, so I'm, I'm sure they appreciate that. So uh, the the March fourth meeting at the U32 that's by Zoom, and I hope I'm getting to love Zoom because people <laughs> have an opportunity that they wouldn't otherwise have, especially in the legislature when you've got uh, you know five five chairs in a in a room, but this way you can have 45 people, 50 people listening in. So it's uh, yep. Zoom is good, so people can participate by Zoom. Um and uh
4: yes yeah, so the the school district they had uh, their informational meeting uh last week oh, Wednesday great. and then the budget will be voted um on town meeting. Great. Um uh, that's good. You know I speak I don't want to speak too much for the school but it is kind of a sizable increase it's up yeah. to about 12 how,
1: 12%. I've only got a few seconds left but how did your oh. CLA do this year is it uh um
4: yeah, we finally uh, broached that magic number um, wow. where we now have to do an, an appraisal. Yeah, we, us I, too. I,
1: so you, yeah, I, I did.
4: We did receive that. We've got to do that real quick. It's very difficult be, to find folks yep. to do the appraisals. We it's, did go out for an RFP and we did receive a couple of proposals, but folks are like, "Hey, you're not going to be it. We, if you select us, you won't see us probably mm-hmm. for 18 so, months." And so I know it's, it's, it's really bad, bad out,
1: out there. there. Jeff, I've got to take a break, um, and I want to thank you so much for coming on, uh, spending this last 15 minutes with us. I really appreciate it. Jeff Schultz from Northfield Town Manager, and we'll be right back. This is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV.